When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, any where and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey it's the podcast guy something like talk time on podcast it's the something podcast Welcome to another episode of Suck United Talk Time on podcast. It's another in the series of the XU's Views. And I'm delighted to say joining me today is Maka, Steve McKim. Hello, how are you? Not bad, Mike, yourself? Very good, thank you. I saw you smiling at various little bits of the, the intro there. Um, cannot tell you how much I worried when we got to Wembley and into the Papa John's that I'd have to redo the whole thing because it took me hours and hours and hours. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> but... Um, yeah, so this is just a little series, just talking to some ex-players, um, people connected to the club, um, just about their time at Sutton, um, giving a sort of bit of insight behind the scenes. And um, it's been great for me to talk to various people that I used to sit and watch playing football. <laughs> so um, it's really selfish. <laughs> but one little bit of feedback I had was um, from one of our younger listeners who um, mentioned that it's all very well and good, me knowing who I'm talking to, but... Perhaps they could give themselves a little potted history, a little bit of who they are, um, so that people who didn't necessarily see them play know a bit about them. So give us just not into massive detail or anything, not expecting you to remember every single thing you've ever done. Um, but just give us a little bit of a history, sort of focusing on, on Sutton mostly, just um, when you joined and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I was, um, I've just finished up Margate. So I'd had a, a knee injury at Gravesend and my time come to an end there. And I had two years at Margate, which were good years. Um, and my daughter was, uh, 
coming to be born sort of thing and I wanted to move closer to home. I'd, I'd always played further away. So I'd played at Hayes, I'd played at Gravesend, I'd played at Margate, Farnborough. So travelled um, and Sutton was on my doorstep. And mm-hmm. Jimmy Dack was in charge the year before, I believe. And I know Ducky well. And I spoke to him and just basically said, any chance of me coming down? And uh, he said he was leaving. So I then uh, got in touch with Bruce just to ask him what, what was going on there. And uh, he told me that a new manager had been appointed. I said I was looking for a coaching role and stuff. And he said he'd speak to the manager and maybe the manager would give me a call. I wasn't expecting anything because I, I didn't know Doz um, from Adam, right. not at all. And I was in, in in the house and I got a phone call from him just asking would I meet him to have a chat about um, being player coach and what I really wanted to do. So that was how it started. Um, obviously, I had a chat with him and from there on, I, I had some fantastic years at Sutton. That, that bit does surprise me because I thought Doz knew everyone. Um, oh, he, knew, no, he, he might have known me, which he probably did, but I, I didn't. I didn't know of him, and I wasn't a friend of his. So it wasn't a case that when uh, you people like Chris Collins and people like that came came with him from Eastley, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't one of those. You know, I, if you like, I was an outsider. Um, he'd obviously <laughs> spoke to people about me and stuff, and he knew about me. I would have thought, but um, in terms of myself and him being friends and bits and pieces and him taking me as a gamble really is because when you have your, your staff you've got to trust them and yeah. obviously he'd, he'd probably spoke to people about me and hopefully people spoke highly of me um, in terms of trustworthy and he, he's obviously taken that on board and, and offered me the role of player coach and, and that's that's my when my journey started at Sutton United. Cool lovely um, that, see that's sort of Something I thought for years, because um, often when a, a manager leaves, a lot of the backroom staff leave um, with them. Because mm. um, and I certainly know um, in, in our case at the moment, Matt is very very clear on no no this isn't me. This has just happened to be me here right now. But it's a whole little team. Um, so it's, it's good for you sort of saying that you, you have the little group of people beside you because you can kind of know what each other's doing um, and. I could be going way off track here. Did, did your assistant manager come with you to um, them lot? What, Carl Shorten? I've got to say yeah, it. I can't, I, you I can't, can't say it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. He did. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but myself and Barry, we, we, we played with each other at Hayes years ago. Um, we're really good friends. Uh, our families are very close. And like I say, that, that works hand in hand and I can trust him with anything and, and likewise. So... Um, I think when you when you build a team, a management team, um, as well as a playing team, there's got to be a lot of trust involved. And if you can trust the people you're working with, you've got half a chance. Yeah, um, it's lots of teams. I've just I mentioned to you, I'm doing some training myself. Nothing, nothing to do with football, but I'm doing a whole leadership management thing. It's all about building teams. And I'm just literally every time they're saying, "Give examples," I'm going, "Okay, there's a football example. There's a football yeah. example." Like, I really, I really need to stop this because I'm not involved in football. Um, but you're, we, we're going to focus specifically on, on um, your, your sort of time at Sutton. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll have a few digs about. <laughs> Not really. It's, it's only really one or two people that even still remember us time playing Car Shorten. Um, but from your time at Sutton, what, what's kind of like your favourite memory? Um, what's like your go-to memory when you talk about your time at Sutton, um, either playing or off the field? 
it'd have to be uh, getting promotion. Um, mm-hmm. That'd have to be the first one because over a league season, actually winning a league um, is some achievement. And to be part of that, you know, it, it was great. Uh, we missed out a couple of years before that. Our first year stains, as, as Doz alluded to as well, we weren't ready for that. You know, we got a last little push, but the, the team and squad weren't ready for that semi-final. And Staines were by far the better side on that night and, and deservedly went up. Um, and then we had the, the, the Kingston battle um, when they beat us at our place. Uh, 4-2, I think it was, but Robbie Trainer scored two fantastic goals that night. Um, that They hurt. But we had the, the character and let's say it, we had the leader um, to get the players in and, and motivate us to go back again and, and to win that league uh, quite comfortably in the end against some big teams. Um, that, that sticks in the memory as, as, as the best one there. But we had some good cup runs as well. You know, we had some really good cup runs. Seemed to play Notts County an awful lot, but it was, uh, it, it was good to get to them first round and get the exposure that... that Obviously, Sutton have gone on to bigger and better things now, but at that time, you know, it was 88 the last time that the exposure was there for the FA Cup. Um, mm. And it, it's it's something that, that you hold in high esteem because you you don't forget those those moments. And it, it's it's very good. But no, that winning, winning the league um, has, has to be up there with, with the best of them because it's... Great to win things in playoffs and that, but when you actually win the league, you haven't got you haven't got to worry about the playoffs because you're already up and your celebrations are done. There's two things there. We wouldn't know anything about winning things in playoffs because we, we're, we're historically awful in playoffs, <laughs> and, yeah. and also the uh, not one of one of the Notts County matches came up on my uh, sort of faith, Facebook memories, and I was, could see all my comments about it being such a big game, and I'm now. Isn't it funny now? Because if we drew Notts County now, we'd be like, well, we're, we're the bigger team. <laughs> you should be pleased at getting us. No, that's right. Um, it's, it's, it's just yeah. the way football changes, doesn't it? And it's um, yeah. testament to everyone that's worked at Sutton before, during, and now, and even after when, when people do go. It's um, Whether it's the board or whether that's the, the management or the players, it will continue because it's, it's a well-run club. Yeah, it, that's one of the things that I love about it is um, I said... I think it was the years before you guys kind of joined us. We had a, a really good team with Nicky Bailey, the nurses and other, other people. And there was a, a real moment of, oh, we could get something, but we couldn't quite keep the players because of the budget constraints. Yeah. And I do remember a lot of people at the time were moaning that we had no ambition and kind of was like, yeah, except we're going to have a club to support at this level for about the next 20, 30 years. We don't, we're not going to go bust like some other clubs. No, and that, and that, that that's, that's something to, 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 be thankful for because a lot of clubs go by the wayside um, mm-hmm. you look at it in hindsight which is a good thing by doing what, what Sutton did in them days may have put them in good stead for where they are now and give that platform to build and like I say it's it's been very successful it's been a very successful time for the club over the last what are we talking 12, 10, 10 12, 12 years 12 years you know what I mean so it's um, it, it's good and no one would have seen that when the, the year that they got relegated when Dos took over the following season. And the Staines match, I, I remember at the time, or I've vague memories at the time, I do forget things and mix things up. I do kind of vaguely remember Dos sort of going, that's the kind of way we want to play, that's the kind of team we want to build, big, strong, physical. Um, is that 
Is that correct? Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, no, I don't. It's one of those. We we knew, and he knew, that that game come too soon for us because it was our first season that he just put a side together. He knew where he wanted to go and where, where he wanted the, the club to go. Um, I'm not so unfortunate. We got in there at the last knockings and we played a, a very, very good stain side that had been together for a good good couple of years, three years. And it proved it because they went on to win the, the playoff final. I think it was against Wimbledon, wasn't it? Am I wrong in that? I'm not too sure. But they went and won the, they went and won the playoff final and they, they got promoted and deservedly so because that, that night, that night, we didn't, we did, I don't think we had many players that were over a four or five out of ten. And like I say, they had players that were in eights, nines and ten out of ten. Um, and deserved winners. So we knew that, dusted ourselves down and went again. Absolutely. So who do you, th- this is a horrible question. I'll get somebody suggested to me, but who, who was kind of the best player from your time at Sutton? Now that, that's a difficult one because you're a coach now. So you, if you want to dip out of that, you're more than welcome. But essentially in training or on, on the pitch, who, who was the one that you were like, we, yeah, we, I'm, going to give, I'm going to give it to them? We had a number of players. And like I said, Doz had a, uh, and he's probably still out. No, yes, still got a black book full of names and numbers. And some of the players he brought into the club, I, I wouldn't pinpoint one. I'd say the Dundas return, you know, that was a masterstroke because um, he was fantastic. You had Bradley Wood Garnis that, that scored loads of good goals. Kez, he was brilliant at the back at times. He brought Cole Murray in, and when Cole Murray got himself fit, you know, he, he was a, an outstanding player. Andy Forbes, uh, Alan Bray, that was one of the old guard, he, he was good. Yeah. So I could go on, because there were so many players um, that, that that done so much for the club and so much for the team in their in their eras. So there's there's not one standout one that, you think um, basically blew you away because they all, they all worked to the, to the ethic that we had. But the one player that I would give a mention to that even though I was coming to the end of my, my time and so was he to be fair, was David Hughes. Mm-hmm. I learned an awful lot of off him in terms of the playing side but also because um, he, he basically took my place most of the time when he came in but he was a Welsh international you know, and, yeah. and I've always looked up the people and see where I could learn and, and get better and just little bits that he, that, that he was doing on the pitch. He was he was fantastic. You can see the levels above he was. So in terms of, you say you look up the people, I I looked up to him because on and off the pitch, he, he was fantastic and, and a really nice fella. Excellent. And were there any... Can you remember any of the supporters who were particularly supportive or negative at the time you played? No, I felt, kind that, of... I felt that Dos bought and it's something that I've tried to do as well. You, you try and bring everyone together. Um, and listen, we had some bad times, but we had some good times. Um, but I don't think, I think where the club were at that time to where uh, the club ended up when, when I left, you know, that there was a lot of highs. So, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, there's always going to be negativity because people want to win all the time and that's never going to happen. Um, but it, it, I don't think there was anyone there that uh, really got on the players' backs, really um, dug players out um, because we, we was, majority of the time, winning games. And, yeah, and it's the way of football. When you win games, you know, people, people have a little dig <clears throat> sometimes how you play and you could have scored more or 
and when you do lose one, there's a bit of negativity. But there was hardly any at Sutton that, that I I saw, you know. And I was quite close to a, a few of the fans as well because I was in the bar after, like a lot of us, and uh, spoke to a lot of them. I still do when I go over there. I still do. I, I see them in Sutton High Street sometimes and speak to them. So it's one of them. It, it's a club where I, I still speak to a number of people from there, and uh, that's that's a nice thing to have. Yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely a, a sort of a vibe I get from when I was talking to everyone. They, they, they still really, really like the club. Um, so it's very few that you can know that we're like, oh, I'm not sure I want them on <laughs> because they might talk back. Um, but we've been sort of banging this drum to the, to the young ones for a little while. If you've been supporting something for 12 years, you've known nothing but up, 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 a couple of periods of stability and then up, up, up. It's been, it's been an amazing decade or so. Um, no one would have thought it, as you say, when, when Jimmy left, we were kind of looking the other direction, thinking, oh God, how far are we going to drop? Thank you for taking the time to listen to Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, the Sutton Podcast. If you are new to the show, hello, and you are very welcome. Hope you enjoy what we do. It's a very simple format. We get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone, and then we preview the next game coming up. We are available on most podcast platforms where you can listen, rate and review. If you find that we're not on your preferred platform, please let me know and I'll sort that for you. If anyone would like to support the podcast, you can find out how with more information on the website, which is www.suttonpodcast.com. And there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well. Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok with the username at Sutton Podcast. Every like, follow and share is really appreciated. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. I did like this question that was put forward. Um, are there any stories from the training ground or dressing rooms or nights out that the passing of time now allows you to share? You don't have to name names. Oh, but... um, <laughs> hmm. there was a, oh, I don't know. No, um, <laughs> I, I, only to do really with, like I say, because my time there at times, you have to be a go-between when you're a coach between the manager and the players and stuff. Um, but we had a, when we got promoted, we had a end of season trip to Marbella and, uh, I didn't go out with the team because I was, I had something else going on. And then I ended up going out the next day when I met them on the beach, not the players, but the staff. And there was a, a couple of beers drunk and then there was a swimming race between two of the staff, uh, Telfs and Shorey. Now, they, they went out to sea to have a swimming race and, like I say, uh, Telfs fit as anything. He can probably still play now. And Shorey, loving the pieces, um, not the shape of Telfs. And there was only one winner, but we got a bit concerned with Shorey because, uh, weren't sure if he was going to come back. <laughs> But no, that, 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 that's, that's the only thing because, like I say, when, when we went away there, it was like the, the players stayed in one place, the staff stayed in another place. All right. But we met up together, um, yeah. and I think that's that's the way at times it should be done um, because they can then have their enjoyment times without being overlooked by the management team. So we all met up with them in the evening. It was a case that we'd done our bit, and then they'd done their bit, and we met up later on. But in terms of stories, that, that that's probably the one that sticks out when when we actually went away. I think you kind of may have covered this a bit, but do you feel in your time here we we underachieved, overachieved, or got it about right? Um, 
for the club where they were, I think it got, and it, they say Doz is like a wrecking ball because he goes in and just tries to do everything and everything there and then. And to be fair, he, he done what he said he was going to do and that was get promotion. In my time with him, um, obviously I left and then it went on even further with the cup runs and stuff like that. So, um, overachieved, I'd say no, because the team was in the National South and got relegated and they got taken back to the National South um, by a lot of hard work and uh, dedication by the players that were there from the start to when we got promoted. And, and the staff, same as, you know, so there's a lot of hard work being, so I wouldn't say overachieved, I say deservedly got a promotion that they was in a league that they deserved to be in at that time. Um, and what was it that, um, the reason you ended up leaving? We played Dover in the, you talk about playoff semi-finals, we played Dover, didn't we? We went away and drew nil-nil. Who were 400 points behind us, I think. Yeah. Drew nil nil away. Was it nil nil or one all? Nil nil, I think it was. Mm. Um, and then we played at home and uh, Craig Stone, who I ended up taking the Tombridge with me, got sent off for Dover after two minutes. And for some reason, Scans was carrying a knock. Uh, there was a couple of others carrying knocks. We just didn't get over the line. A um, few people, in my opinion, froze that day. Um, and it wasn't to be. Um, but before that, me and Doz had had a chat and he felt it was, I, I felt that I wanted to be a manager and mm-hmm. he helped me massively, um, felt it was the right time as well. Um, made a phone call for me, um, to Tombridge and I had an interview and that was it. I got, I got the job. So it was one of those, I was, I was gutted, but at the end of it, you know, some, you've got to go with what, what you feel. And at that time, after the interview, um, I felt it was the right thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. And history has proved right. Um, how did Sutton, how does Sutton compare, um, with other clubs, um, sort of the off the pitch, sort of after you've left us? Any positives, negatives? Um, so, um, as I said, I, I get a feel that people feel, think very highly of us but obviously I only speak to certain people on it so how how is it for you as a former player coach? No, very good you know I've, I've, I had the uh, pleasure of being invited to the Papa John's Trophy by Bruce um, I was at the last game when Matt and Jason and the boy, boys got promoted to the um, uh, Football League you know um, it, it, it's it's a club that's on the doorstep so I was lucky and fortunate enough to be a player and a coach there um, after many years of travelling away. Um, and it's still on my doorstep where I can still go over and watch. And I've been fortunate to play for a couple of clubs, at, at Tombridge being one of them, in terms of managing with, with the supporters and uh, everybody. Uh, Gravesend, when I was there, you know, that it's a similar sort of friendly family club that, that people... Not very often have bad words to say about. And you mentioned Tombridge there. Um, I did hear, I can't remember who said it, so, um, but I did hear that shortly after the news of Tombridge, you were at Sutton for a, for a little biscuit and a cup of tea and a little, um, arm around the shoulder. Um, so what, what sort of made you come, come down to the club to talk to, to 
people at that time. It's just when when something like happens, you you just talk to people you know, and uh, like I say, you, it's never nice to go through what you go through, but it's, it's life and it's football, and you just got to get on with it. You know, you can't can't dwell on it. You can't um, live in the past. You you can appreciate what you've done for people. Um, whether that's uh, reciprocated, it's a different matter. Um, but I know what what I've done at that club um, on the resources that we had, um, and it's no different to to when we was at Sutton at, at the start. You know, all that stuff sticks it sticks in the bank with you. But you got to move on, and when you move on, you you've got to just make sure that you don't live on what you've done. You try and achieve more. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say it for you. It was, it was rubbish, um, and it was just come out completely out of the blue. And it was could have under not understood because it's difficult anyway. But if it had been a terrible run of results or something, it was like okay, that's expected. But this was just like sorry, what what happened there? Um, but you're now at a club on your doorstep. Yes. Um, so um, I saw a lot of Sutton fans with very mixed emotions, wishing you very well, and then <laughs> realizing. <laughs> How well do we really want him to wish? Um, but it's like how, one of them, I've said before, Mike, it's um, the gulf at the moment between Sutton and any local club where there used to be derbies is far, far beyond anyone could achieve at the minute. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, it's taken 12 years to get where Sutton are. You know, it used to be rivalry between Carshorton. Mm-hmm. Sutton's rivalry now is Wimbledon because you're league rivals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I remember playing Tooting and Mitchum and there was a rivalry there between Sutton and Tooting. There'd still be a little rivalry, but it's, it's nothing because no. you're, you're, the club streets are miles above what non-league clubs are at the moment. You know, that yeah. will that will that uh, gap uh, come smaller? It may do. No one knows. You, you haven't got a crystal ball. But at the moment, Sutton are streets ahead and miles ahead of all the other local clubs in the area. So... Yeah, there's always going to be rivalries and uh, looking back in history of games that used to go on and stuff. But like I say, at the moment, I'm at a club that's, again, we're trying to do the best we can with what we've got. Um, it's a long old season and all we'll do is we'll make sure that we work hard enough to try and achieve what, what the club want. And the club want promotion, whether it's going to happen this year or next year or the year after, who knows. How much time's given to myself and Barry? Who knows? It's just the way football goes. So what you got to do is just take the old cliche: each week as it comes, play each game as it comes, and then see what happens after that. Yeah. Well, hopefully the gap does become smaller because you've got a twelve-year plan to come up, not us go back down. So. <laughs> yeah, That's the yeah. Direction we wanted to get it smaller. You guys come up to us. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be, that'd be great. But I'm not sure twelve years I got in me. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so, again, we've kind of said this, but um, do you still keep up with the team? You've already said that. Uh, but did you ever, when you sort of left us, did you ever think that Sutton United would be in the Football League? Did, did, was it on your possibility? Because it certainly wasn't on mine. As, no, as I, I, no, I wasn't sure if that would be. Like I say, we missed out in the semi-final to get in the National League before I left. Um, then I came back and watched the semi-final against was it the, no, the final against, semi-final against Borenwood, or is it classed as a final? When the seven teams were in it and we got 
got yeah. beat at home. Do you remember? And then yeah, no, I think went, that's the semi-final. They went to Wembley yeah. and then they got beat. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, come to watch that one. Um, and like I say, eventually got to watch the one that got them promoted when they when they won mm. the league. And I was fortunate enough to to be um, allowed to come and watch a couple of games because our season had finished towards the end of the season on that. And like I say, all the, the crowds were allowed in the last one. So me, my wife and my children come over to watch that game. You know, because I've, I've known Jason for many, many years playing with him at Hayes. Um, I've known Matt for a good few years coming up against him at Eastleigh with Bairdy and, um, obviously when he went in at Sutton. So uh, I'm not a stranger to him. Sorry. I'm not a stranger to him. So I, I, I know him. Um, we talk football. Um, Matt was good enough to give me Adam Lovett, um, on loan yeah. and, and he was fantastic for us. And I'm so glad he's, he's got an opportunity or had an opportunity to play in League Two, because that's what he wanted to do. And mm-hmm. like I say, we had the privilege of having him for, for a good bit of time to try and, well, not try and give him loads of game time. So when yeah. it was, he was called upon, he, he could step up. And like I say, it's uh, them relationships you need. Um, yeah. And say, saying about it, my my son was at um, Winter Wonderland on Sunday and he was getting looked after by the Sutton boys. So he was with Ben Goodliffe and Dundo and Harry Buton and all that. So, like I say, it's 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 great that I know my children can go wherever wherever they go and uh, know these sort of people. And like I said to my son, it's a small world in football. And like I say, it's uh, it's great for me to know that them sort of players that I know and I've known for years. Um, We'll look out for, for, for my children and say hello to them mainly rather than just ignore them because they're League Two players. Yeah. Although, yeah. <laughs> well, no, saying they're looking after him would be with me full of fear and terror, but never mind. <laughs> uh, what I can't see, don't know. <laughs> exactly. But exactly. I think they, they know me, so they won't go over, <laughs> they won't go over any boundaries. Um, so two more um, questions just about Sutton is, um, what is the one moment you would like Sutton fans to remember you for? So if you could condense everything you've done at Sutton to one little moment, what would you like? A lot of people would probably would say on a playing side of it, you know, I, I did. I got to play 100 games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking towards the back end of my career sort of thing because I had a knee injury as well. Not scoring a goal. I'll be remembered for that. Because I was always egged on by, like I say, a few of the supporters that I know to, oh, he ain't scored, he ain't scored and all that. But that didn't bother me. Um, but no, I just, I'd like, and I think I, I am when I speak to him. It's, it's a case of, um, someone that they probably haven't looked at and thought, well, I don't want to see him. What's he doing at our club and stuff like that? You know, yeah. like I said we was welcomed by everybody there on the last game of the season. Um, all the supporters we see, um, even my wife sometimes works behind the bar over there and, and the supporters talk to her. So it's, it's, it's a thing that to be remembered by people must mean that we've done something right in terms of being human, being respectful. And uh, that goes a long way further than just playing football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, feel, I vaguely remember memories of, shoot, 
Don't shoot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I weren't, I weren't no. the best in days. <laughs> Change your mind. Like, it, was either Pass the it. Balls, it was either the ball was going to go in the net or my knee was going to go in the net, one or the other. <laughs> Certainly weren't the ball. Right. Now, this one, someone put forward, and I do love this question. Prime Steve McKim, what qualities do you bring to the current Sutton United side? So we can go back in time, we can get you at your absolute prime, I'll slot you in. Leadership. Um, I was fortunate to be captain at most of my teams. Um, led by example, so I class leadership as that. Um, never giving up. And I wasn't one that was going to hit 40, 50 yard balls, but I kept it simple and just kept things ticking over. So a classic box to box midfielder, if you like, they just done the simple things without any real recognition. Um, but I didn't need that because I wasn't one that needed all the praise. I just got on with my job. Excellent. And we do know a little bit about yourself. <laughs> what, what, what have you done since, since you finished with football? You've had, um, you, you, various management jobs and what are the plans for the future? Well, just, I'm, I'm in a job at the moment that, like you say, it's close to home, which helps. Um, it's enjoyable. Um, we've got somewhere where we can train on a Tuesday and Thursday, which is something I didn't have before. Um, and sometimes when you're scrambling about for a training facility, it's difficult. Um, whereas we know we're going there Tuesday, Thursday, we know what sessions we can put on. Um, I just try and enjoy football as much as I can. I, I used to get really angry and annoyed about certain things, but I think I've gone past that stage. Now, things things still get on my nerves, don't get me wrong, like anybody. Um, but when it, when it comes to the football, it is a, a be-all and end-all sport, if you like, um, but on the other hand, it isn't because you wake up the next day and you've got another challenge to, to, to go through. So always just look for the, I've looked now, always look for the next game or next training session to improve on what you've done or not done in the previous game. Excellent. Thank you very, very much for your time. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and um, thank you for everything you've done at Sutton as well. And, um, Good, good luck. No, I, mean, I genuinely mean, um, <laughs> I wish, I wish you great success. At, at, Go on, at you can say it once. Oh, no, I you can't can say, say it once. once. Go on, Carl Shulton. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Well, not, was it? Mouthwash coming up. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually down there a few months ago watching the, the, our ladies side and it was just a very surreal experience sort of standing back on the terraces there. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's games that we miss. I'll be honest. There's like, especially when you see the new year and uh, the Boxing Day and New Year's days comes out. It's like, oh, I used to like them. They, yeah. they used to be really, really good. Good um, battles. But yeah, absolutely. But gen genuinely good luck with it. Um, and we'll, um, stay in touch and look out for your results. Thanks, Mike. Cheers. Thank you. See you later. Ta-da, mate. United! 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 Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.